Welcome to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Wehrma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. This week we're talking about Ricky Has Labor Pains. Yes, we are. It aired January 5th, 1953. And we have a very, very succinct synopsis. Ricky develops psychosomatic labor pains. I did not know what to expect from the title. I thought labor pains, I thought it could have been that Ricky was scared about becoming a father Mm, and had... Growing pains kind of thing. Yeah, just had a bunch of baby nerves. You know what I mean? Well, and and it's interesting because, like, again, we've skipped a couple episodes in the actual chronology of the show. One of the intervening episodes that we're missing was called Pregnant Women Are Unpredictable. (laughs) It was going to be like, oh, it's going to be pregnant lady hijinks. Right, right. My Um, favorite kind of hijinks. Right. Yeah. This was was like a Ricky focused episode. He was he was being a baby. Psychologically complex day for Ricky. Well, he had feelings, I guess, and he (laughs) needed everyone to know. I mean, I think the the, this is about the fragility of masculinity today and yesterday. (laughs) Oh, my wife isn't paying attention to me because she's growing life inside her. Woe is me. It's almost like you can hear Allison's eye roll. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled my eyes right to you, Corinne. Uh, yeah, I mean, and also his complete inability to feed or care for himself. I know. Make your own dinner. I also, don't care. There were things like just the logic of it. Okay, I know. I, I know. There's a, such a thing as pregnancy brain or baby brain, but some of the things she's saying don't follow at all. Where she's like, "Oh, how about like a nice cut of roast beef?" At this point, she should remember that she never cooked it. Right. She yeah. should have been like, "Oh, I, I, I'm sure I just blacked out and cooked a roast beef." Wouldn't be the first time I've done that. <laughs> right. Says the vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, love Lucy, as obviously, but it was a little, a little, a little confusing. Listen, if I'm ever pregnant, though, I will be using that as an excuse for everything. Oh, yeah. Forgetting, doing nothing, eating everything. Absolutely. So we open and Ricky's preparing his house for the guys to come over and watch the game. He gets a call. He's on a call on the party line or whatever. (laughs) On the party line. And by that, I just mean he's planning a party. (laughs) Him and Fred. He's talking to Fred. The guys, Maury and Jerry, are going to come over. Maury and Jerry, Uh, our favorite TV dudes, are going to come over and watch the ball game. Again, we never talked about what sport. I'm going to think baseball. I I feel like you don't call a football a ball game, although I'm not a sports expert. Let me tell you, I am not a sports expert. Well, we know Fred's a fan of the Yankees. Yeah. Mm. That's true. But I don't know. I feel like baseball, do people just sit and watch a baseball game? It's been done. It has been done. Actually, back in the day, uh, I mean, I guess people might still do this, but before there was TV recordings of baseball games and whatever, you'd do box scores which is a way to physically notate all the things that happened in a game. So if somebody wanted to, oh, I didn't get to watch what happened, you would see, oh, this person came up, they hit a double, or they struck out, whatever. And so it was like a very specific sort of code that you had to learn to do. That my mom, if her dad had to work late, she would do the box score for him so he could come home and read and see what had happened in the game. Oh my gosh. That's really intense. I could barely do like bowling. I remember doing- oh, that's also tricky. Bowling in grade school and having to mark the- In gym? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Lucy says that the girls are coming over for a surprise shower baby shower but she like knows about she, it yeah i like how she wants it to be surprised but she doesn't actually want to be surprised and they knew that enough to call her and tell her that all they were surprising her they yeah. all called it and said, oh but just to go back quickly to ricky my favorite moment in that phone call which i was like oh maybe this is going to be a really evolved progressive episode mm. where he's like oh yeah you guys can come up i'm gonna have the i'll have the tv warming up and the beer is getting cold and then fred clearly asked something is that gonna be okay with lucy because 
she's pregnant because she handled that. Us all being there. And Ricky responds, yeah, of course. She's just having a baby. It's like people think that she, there's something wrong with her. She's just having a baby. Yes, love it. Thank That's you. good, yeah. Yeah, but the telephone call made you think that he had actually told Lucy people were coming over. Yes, that's true. When he did. That. <laughs> and of course, as we know on the show, no one actually speaks to each other no. about things that are useful. Baby showers back then sound more fun than they do now. I haven't been to a baby shower in a while, but... It seems kind of the same to me. I don't know. At least there were no games. We did not get into games. If I ever have to play a baby shower game again. Also, there's no gender reveal parties. There's none of that. How would a gender reveal party have gone for Lucy and Ricky? They'd be like, it's a boy. Great. It's not a boy. Anyway, it's a boy. No, they say she says she. She says she to refer to the baby. Really? When? She's At the top of the episode, she says something like when she gets here she's not gonna be she's gonna want her toys or something it's in the justification oh interesting yeah i mean they have a she baby at home maybe that's why she a she baby (laughs) this is our she baby (laughs) this is our he baby and this is our she (laughs) baby yeah so she gets to have her little party and yeah what did you think about her pulling the chair out from ricky there was a fake out moment that i really loved where he goes over to sit and then he notices something on the tv and he gets back up he does a great squat and the audience sees it coming kind of right they're (gasps) anticipating it and then he actually comes back and falls on the floor i had questions from an interior design standpoint of what's the plan on where they're supposed to sit when they now that they have this tv he had to move a chair to sit in an appropriate place to watch television and then lucy was like this looks wrong i'm gonna put it away what are they usually doing with the tv yeah can you see it from the couch i don't know it's kind of an odd angle i have notes for their interior designer but that's that's totally normal for a sitcom set half the time in an apartment set the tv's always in a weird place right because they just need normally a TV would be basically where the fourth wall is where yeah, the audience yeah. is so they just need a way to and also they don't want to have to worry about reflections yeah it's an actual TV right yeah. yeah so she has this party I liked that she gets Ricky to clean up the place for her take the waste paper back she sits in the chair that's what it is she didn't want to mm-hmm. sit in the chair because it's too comfortable right because she can't get up right and mm-hmm. then they get a call and she manages to finesse herself out of that using the table Correct. Also, I was, there was such a moment where she's sitting and it's clear she's trying to engage her core. Oh, that's me every day. <laughs> like, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh, like a turtle. It takes so much work. <laughs> so while she's in the chair, she's reading a magazine from a calls and the headline said, Why I Love Lucy. <laughs> And I think it was written by Desi Arnaz or something. It's one of the few self-referential time. To add on to the magazine moment, she answers the phone and she's like, we don't need any more magazines. (laughs) We've got all the magazines we need. (laughs) All right. Such a cute little in-joke. Right. And then Winchell's. Yeah, what is Winchell's besides a donut place in Southern California? True story. It's a radio. It's that radio gossip program. Oh, the same one who like spilled the beans about the pregnancy. Okay. Mm -hmm. But this time it's a newspaper. But also it was a newspaper, I think. I think think it's a gossip column. I think it's a gossip. Yeah, it's just a gossip place. Infanticipating. Which is a word that is not used anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Infanticipating? Is that just like a fun like... It's a word. Play on words. Yeah. I mean... I don't know why it fell out of favor, but it's... Because people like it. started saying the word pregnant. <laughs> Maybe. Infanticipating, they couldn't say pregnant. 
They could have said expecting, I guess. Yeah, they didn't say expecting quite as much as I thought they would. It was a moment where you wonder if this mirrors real life because you wonder if the pregnancy announcement mentions Lucy more than Desi almost. It, yeah, in real life? In Probably. Real life. Did, yeah. And then they, they ripped it off. They ripped that moment off to give Desi something to like roll his eyes. And that's so meta. Mm-hmm. He is, her husband is a bad leader. <laughs> that's where he gets a shout out. Ricky's feeling overlooked. Ugh. Come on. <laughs> you don't let your wife into your band or your performances already because you want to make sure you're the center of attention. And yet she is carrying your child, which is half yours, by the way. And you can't let her have her time in the sun. She is carrying a human life. I mean, you should be worried about what she's going to eat for dinner, not the other way around. Right? I'm so hungry. I'm so tired. I need clean shirts. Like, so what? Down. She's going to give birth and one hour later make you a beef tenderloin? I don't get it. You're going to have to figure it out. Right. It's time for everybody to grow up. Right. Lord. So then she she shows him this list of things she was supposed to get done. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the comedy is really funny. Oh, my God, the spiders. Yes. That was a real good one. Oh yeah, yeah, employed with finesse. But she needs, she forgot to pick up laundry, so she asks him to do it. And, and dry cleaning. And then dry cleaning, which he needs to perform. And that's the moment where she's like, uh-oh. Ooh. <laughs> Good thing it's on the way. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he just takes the list, which I love. I actually kind of appreciated it. It was sort of a role reversal because he was being so petty and passive aggressive in the way that women are traditionally depicted. It's, okay, honey, it's fine. <laughs> He's being that guy. Yeah. Which Lord. I appreciated. Then the next day, he's sick in bed. Obviously, it's sickening what he, he's being put through. I mean, so he is missing attention. It reminds you of when Joey on Friends, on Friends gets pain, but it's kidney stones, but he thinks it's... They called them sympathy pains. Right. Phoebe yeah. thinks it's sympathy pains, which I thought that was a possibility... When Ricky was ill. I think it kind of is. Like, I think it... Is it the same thing, though? Because It's think, not quite as sweet. <laughs> right. There's sympathy pains where your partner's experiencing symptoms or whatever, and you take that on because you feel you're in it with Together. Them. Yeah. We are pregnant. Right. Yeah. Or when men gain weight mm-hmm. while their wives are right. <laughs> pregnant. But then there's the version where Ricky just feels overlooked and he's I need people to pay attention to me well if that's the case then I have to say zero points for originality because he literally just steals all her symptoms <laughs> he could have thought of something different instead of being oh I don't know what does someone do when they're not feeling well um they feel nauseous in the morning right 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 uh, dude get some new material <laughs> probably was like I feel nauseous and then he was like me too yeah I also am feeling that way <laughs> like a two-year-old yeah. right Oh, my belly feels funny. Seriously, dude, give me something different. Shake it up for me. Can we talk about their doctor? Because I have a lot of feelings. He's a fake doctor. (laughs) His name is Dr. Rabwin, which is the name of Lucy's real life doctor. Great uh, shout out. Played by Lewis Merrill. Okay, so Lewis, whoever did the makeup, I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Maybe that's just how he looks. No, he looks like he has like white lipstick on. Stage makeup. Also, there was another man later at the shower who also had very light lips. This is very, very strange. Everyone's sick. 
The makeup department was really into it. (laughs) And then also, it was a house call in the morning. Dude has a full suit. There's nothing doctory about him. What are you doing? I think that's actually period appropriate. I don't get it. It weirded me out. Are you off to a fancy lunch? Honestly, he like might be in the mafia as well, was my theory. (laughs) So I, I was reading up on the accuracy, and apparently doctors did used to make house calls, and they often smoked while doing so in the 50s. Charming. <laughs> How many of them are alive today? Hmm? None of them. <laughs> None of them, that's right. Coming in hot with science. Wow. We love science on this podcast. Big fans of science. We have many hypotheses. That's true. We're going to test them in the lab. <laughs> the scientific method. So, yes. Yeah, so I he- just wrote sympathy. I just looked down. I wrote sympathy, pregnancy, pains. It's so. And then I just couldn't finish. It's so. <laughs> I didn't have the energy to finish. It's so I can't even. I can't even. It's so. Yes, I agree. Well, um, he doesn't have a fever. The doctor, like, knows what's going on pretty quickly. Yeah. Well, the doctor, I love how the doctor's like, I know what's happening. Immediately. Like, this happens all the time. No, it like, doesn't. Uh, half, of, half of my patients are... Right. Are, are, right? Half of them are pregnant women, and the other half are men who are sick with pregnancy. Maybe he's also a therapist. <laughs> he's a well, he even says it to Ricky. He's like, have you been feeling overlooked? Like, yeah. you're having the same symptoms and ricky's like i'm not gonna have a baby what are you trying to tell me i'm gonna have a baby (laughs) yeah so the doctor ends up telling him it's potomane potatoes (laughs) no it's an amine compound which was found in decomposing meat and vegetables that was thought to cause food poisoning and basically he says you have food poisoning because that's what ricky wants to hear the case yeah well and also we don't know he was like he went out and had to pick up his own dinner on the way to the club right that's what i thought they were trying to do i will he was like, I'll get a, a something from somewhere. And then he like storms out. Probably a street hot dog. I hope yeah. it's some street meat. That's why I thought he was being like kind of dramatic. Like, you didn't make dinner for me. And now look what happened. Yeah, I'm guilt, sick. Guilt trip. Yeah. Yeah, classic. And then Lucy's like, yeah, you're right, honey. This wouldn't have happened if I know made it's, you. It's so sad. She takes all the blame. Ugh, guess that's God. what being in love is. I guess that's what the patriarchy is. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Speaking of the patriarchy, what do you feel about daddy showers? Oh, my God. Daddy showers. Actually, deeply into daddy showers because, you know, daddies should have some fun, too. So Lucy leaves the bedroom and Ethel just arrives. And she's already been there this this uh, this morning because she knows that Ricky is not well. And she's mm-hmm. like, do we know what's wrong with Ricky? OK, guys, let's set some boundaries. It is eight o'clock in the morning. The white lip doctor is here and Ethel has already been here. Well, listen, I think if Lucy had Facebook or Twitter, she could have already alerted the people what's going on. Like she would have. Thank you. Yeah. Like, right like thank you for your thoughts and prayers ricky is doing fine today <laughs> thank you so much for all your words of support and kindness we appreciate we ask you that you respect our privacy at this at this time. very de- delicate time yeah. lucy and ethel hatch this plan to throw ricky a daddy shower but they need someone to do it and i thought it was funny that lucy was like who are we gonna get it's like it's a mystery it's it's fred's dream job are you kidding me it's like fred who else of course there are four characters (laughs) you have one friend you have one friend and that's who's going to be in this hijink with you and that is it also i I love how because it sounded very out of character to me but she was like fred will do it he'll love it what do you would he love it? I he will do know. anything for Ricky is yeah. really the um, meaning behind that. I honestly think he was really excited. He was, but that's because he thought he, he was throwing a bachelor party. Yeah, really, it didn't even seem like they were drinking, but it's not like 
they ordered a stripper. It didn't that seem like a of. bachelor party when you walked in. But there's this moment where Fred's like, he literally lights up at mm-hmm. this whole thought. Yeah. And then Lucy kisses him and he's like, <gasps> so exhilarated. And then Ethel kisses him and I'm like, oh no, is he going to shut down Ethel? Because I literally cannot. I cannot with this right now. But yeah. then he was like also kind of into that too. And I was like, what are we hinting at? Because Fred doesn't like anyone. So what are, what are we playing at? Well, he does have his moments where he's talking about pretty ladies and seeing girls at the club. And he's had a bunch of sugar that morning. <laughs> I mean, I think he, he got a malt from the from the pharmacy the already. It's given Hazel. him courage. It's given him the courage to accept the, fe- the feminine gaze. Right? He's the love, the love, and, and I'm sorry, the feminine gaze does not often hit him. No. The female gaze is, is a foreign experience for him. But I'm surprised he had such a strong reaction to Lucy. They danced that one episode we covered. No chemistry whatsoever. Yeah, I mean... They bumped... Crotches. Bumped buddies in a way that wasn't fun. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm surprised he had such a blushing reaction to her. Maybe she's just, like, really glowing. Yeah, maybe she's, like, into pregnant checks. (gasps) Maybe, and maybe that's why he and Ethel never work, because... Because she's barren. (laughs) Oh. So also, he has the physique of a pregnant woman, so maybe he just feels like a kinship. Yeah. Maybe. Okay, here's a really wild idea. Maybe he's been having pregnancy symptoms, like sympathy pains his entire a, adult male life, and that's why he's so miserable. He's a phantom pregnancy. His entire life. And that's why he's so terrible. Just an idea. Because he's just trying to push out a, a metaphorical baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's constipated. That's what we're <laughs> Oh, dear. Oh, no. Poor Fred. So the, many layers to Fred. Fred's psyche is, is a mystery this week. Complex. Yeah. But Fred says the one thing that sets everybody off. Which is? Which is, I'm so excited to throw this stag party. Correct. Which is just a misnomer. Yeah. Because it's a daddy shower, and we've established that. Well, and I think also, to give credit where credit is due, I think Fred is a marketing man, and he knows that his demo is going to respond better to a stag party. Mm. So it's all about just, like, branding. Mm -hmm. And so I give him credit. He's just trying to be a successful party planner. He's he's a salesman, mm-hmm. and he knows that these guys are on board. Also, I don't know who these guys are. Like, when they all show up, I'm like, cool friends we've never met before. They, who are they? <laughs> so I think they were members of the band for the most part. And oh. they're, the one who talks is Jerry. supposedly okay. Ricky's agent. That's right, Jerry. Of Jerry, of course. He had the light lips. <laughs> um, okay, so I guess, you know, work and play the lines are blurred. Yeah, blurred I mean, a little who bit. would Ricky run into on a daily basis? Like people he works with, and pe- like his agent. You know that makes why? Sense. You know why I think Ricky hired Jerry? Mm-hmm. Because he's shorter than him. Mm. <laughs> makes him feel powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, just a thought. He's a tiny man. Mm-hmm. Plus, he's got all those stories about men climbing up on the stages. <laughs> <laughs> Great story, oh bro. Tell it again. What? Yeah, no, that was. And were we supposed to be worried and scandalized by what? I don't know. The girls were reacting like we're going to hear about someone cheating on their spouse. Or I, I couldn't figure out what was the scandal because we never really got there. Mm-mm. But also, why were they so uncomfortable? You don't even know this person. Neither right. does Ricky. Well, and I thought like my instinct was that they were the men were going to say something that was graphic and untoward about a woman's body because we started with a showgirl right 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 and in a foreign country right 
I mean, different cultures, all bets are off. And so I thought they, as women who are literally in female bodies, would feel outed by hearing a story about exposing a woman's body. I don't know. Maybe they were worried about reacting appropriately to a story like that. Can we talk about their (laughs) get-ups? Okay, so we have a stack party at the rec club. Yeah, the Don't throw beer bottles at the animal heads. (laughs) There's a sign to let you know. (laughs) And they had a lot of beer. Yeah. Because they all brought beer. So, okay, so you bring... You come to a party, you bring one single beer. It's not even like a growler, like which is a, you know, a larger beer, which is I think what two and some chain. It's like you go to a party and you bring one Corona. Correct. Yeah. You're and like, then who's going to drink that? You. Yeah, like I'm going to get lit. I'm going to have this one beer. <laughs> things are going to get wild tonight <laughs> at the rec center. Right? And also they I don't know. Fred must not have pitched it correctly to them because or he just lied to the girls. They thought they were going to get stuff for the baby, you know. I think he just didn't want to use the term daddy shower or maybe forgot what's a party for a guy, a stag party. It's a bunch of dudes. Yeah, he a stag party means it's a party. Ethel said it. Ethel was like, "Oh, well, he's throwing a guy party for all men and mm-hmm. he only knows that as a stag party." I've heard the expression stag party. My understanding was not the definition that Ethel laid out. Where it was like it's called stag because like no women aren't allowed to come. And stag for me is like going stag means you're going without a date. Yeah. That's- so any a stag party could be anything where people go as individuals or singles. Oh. Um, that was my understanding of what a stag party was. Well, I mean, the female version of a bachelorette party, but um, hen party is like the UK version right. of... Stags right. and hens, yeah. Yeah. So that's just kind of how I interpreted it. And so then Lucy hatches this plan where she's like, well, I need to see what is going to happen with all these men. I know. I thought Ethel's retort about her showing up as an expectant father was so funny. <laughs> but then she did, she just like turned it into... Yeah. Largeness. Yeah, she was a port. <laughs> she was a portly guy. They say that they're gonna report on the first daddy shower or whatever, and that's yeah. the end. If we follow logic, then Ricky just accepted that a reporter somehow found out about a private party for him and his friends, and then really wanted to write a story about it. Well, he's so desperate for attention at this point that he's probably like, yes, this is exactly what I need. He was like, the word's getting out. It's like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Well, and also, it made me question the earlier part of this episode where they're even in Winchell's. How famous are they in this world? Yeah, I mean, I think as a band leader of a club, he'd be... They said she's one of the most beautiful wives in show business. (laughs) Dreams do come true. (laughs) (laughs) But it is that is not fake news. <laughs> it probably is a small circle of people who are movers and shakers in the nightclub yeah. scene. Well, I mean, Hollywood Reporter used to do, and I don't think they do anymore. Hitched, hatched, hired. They still do. Do they still? Yeah. Um, oh. I haven't read a print Hollywood Reporter in age. Yeah. So they have a stag party. I okay. There was a thing about this that I really, really appreciated that doesn't happen enough in TV and film when people put on disguises. And I want to note as a Modern Lucy reference in She's the Man. She's the man <laughs> dressing, mm-hmm. dressing as a man. I love that it becomes clear over the course of the scene that they never believed that she was a man. Yes. And that they knew immediately because it's like, you've been married to this woman for decades. If you didn't recognize her immediately, we've been watching this show for weeks, months, whatever, and we know it's her right mm-hmm. away. And so I love that they were like, of course not. You, We were letting you do this like silly thing because it was funny. But no, you are clearly well, my wife. She did get nervous when he got too close and held that 
piece of paper up between them. At least that was an acknowledgement of like, oh, he might recognize me. Right. But they're like in She's the Man, Amanda Bynes is very clearly not a boy. Yeah. And they're always <laughs> just like, oh, I'm in love with this young boy. And it's like, no, you're not. This is stupid. And I know it's Shakespeare, but like those were men playing women playing men. So like everyone needs to get it together. She's wearing That's like a, a wrap around her chest. Right? That's an excellent movie though. Oh, it's so good. So underrated. I hey, think. she's really physical. Amanda Bynes is a modern Lucy. Yeah. One on dopey. <laughs> I hope she's doing well. Get love and light to Amanda. Yeah, Fred also recognizes that. <laughs> okay, he's... I, Fred, as always, is savage in this moment. <laughs> what disguise? Cruel. What disguise? I love how they both have just, like, little silly mustaches. Which Ricky's like, yeah, uh, the, no no men have their mustaches on via scotch tape. Oh, <laughs> great product, product placement for scotch. But he never insulted Lucy like Fred did Ethel. Because no. he said, my old ball and chain or something to that effect. The old ball and chain. And something that I actually thought was pretty progressive for the time was that he kisses her with her mustache still Oh, yeah. And then makes a joke about kissing someone. It's like, prickly. It, yeah, it tickles or something. Oh, Lucy's voice also when she's... Oh, my God, what was it? I have no idea. I'm obsessed with it. Like, it was really good, though. She was kind of like John Wayne or something. <laughs> I don't know, but she's like, this is how a man speaks. <laughs> she also crouched and shoved oh God, her pelvis with her legs of uh, two personal responses that i had to this episode so during the the scene where they all get their gifts we're like we have to do the presents first mm-hmm. and they did it i thought it was funny they do it exactly the way that women always do at showers which is like you shouldn't have like you didn't you didn't need to do this like yeah and they're like no it was nothing i just wanted to bring something and he says he was like it's just what i always wanted <laughs> and i realized watching this episode that I had seen this as a kid. Oh. I really, it wasn't until later in bed when she was eating the weird food that I'm like, oh my God, I've 100% seen this. Because I remember that was like, I think my first understanding of pregnant people eating weird things. I was probably Mm. three or four. I was really little. But when he said, he's like, it's just what I always wanted. This is a shout out to the Lyons family. There was a Christmas when I was little. My dad was videotaping it. So I watched the the home movie many times later where I just, every time I opened a gift, I would be like, just what I always wanted. (laughs) And my parents were like, where did you pick that up? Like, we don't know what that that is. from Ricky? I think it's from this episode. Oh, that's so cute. Like, I remember getting a huge teddy bear and I just like walked around hugging it being like, it's just what I always wanted. And they're like, really? (laughs) (laughs) okay that's so sweet yeah so shout out to to ricky and lucy for their influence yeah i definitely remember seeing this episode as a kid crazy it's the first time i've had that experience watching this other than the big famous ones i I, uh, haven't gotten there yet we'll wait yeah we'll see what happens (laughs) but yeah so I liked Lucy walking around and saying, what are you saving king- your kings for, fella? Yeah. <laughs> doesn't understand poker. She can't hang with the bros. I mean, she just doesn't understand any kind of behavior that you would exhibit. <laughs> well, what are you doing, pal? <laughs> also, I like that they sort of embraced the awkwardness of her condition. The fact that she couldn't bend over and pick stuff up. I feel like they were way more ballsy in terms of dealing with the physical realities of a pregnant actress mm-hmm. than any other show has since. It got crazy, too, when she did the cross <laughs> eyes. I don't know how she kept that up for so long. When? In which part? 
when they flash the oh yeah bulb, when she can't see anything she like isn't focusing her eyes on anything and she stumbles around for yeah. a really long time the thing when she was pulling herself up with the table and throwing herself around and trying to pick up the petunia off the ground i was like if she falls that's dangerous yeah because she was quite pregnant at this point six months they said at least six months get it girl she just keeps on working can't be stopped yeah i'm gonna be in bed if it ever happens You're like, from like minute fuck. one the second you take the test it's like all right yeah i will be now. here you can come visit people me. bring me stuff and that's it right. but the tag gonna... at the end was great yes she's in bed finally being treated like the queen she is yes. he has to go out at four in the morning in winter it's clear which oh poor ricky i did think it was great that they showed New York as a place where you can get things at four in the morning. Very real. Yeah. Docu-series. <laughs> yeah. So turns out that ice cream is mashed potatoes and gravy. I was wondering. Because it looked weird. Yeah, because I was just wondering, oh, is are we actually going to see the fudge pour in there? And I was like, oh, we actually are. I didn't know that it looked, I didn't notice that it looked weird. I don't think it looked that weird. I mean, obviously now it would have been a different color or like a different consistency if the picture had been right, clearer. Clear. I wonder when they colorize the episode if they oh, adjust it. Thought. It sounds really good until they add the 30, third Ugh. ingredient. Yeah, so it's pistachio ice cream. Hot fudge. Hot fudge and then sardines. And supposedly Lucy hated sardines and just grinned and bared it <gasps> through the episode. Ugh. And when the director yelled cut, she ran off stage and threw up. Ugh. I mean, I, if you're actually pregnant and then you have to eat something, that's so gross. Yeah. She's a trooper forever and always. Yeah. Ugh. Um, but they had to use mashed potatoes because of the stage lights were too hot and the ice cream was melting. That makes sense. Or the ice cream melted during rehearsal. I'm not sure what the chronology of the melting oh was. Oh my god, you need to find out. Let our viewers know. <laughs> Gonna so take important. a time machine back and try to find this ice cream. We don't want to be delivering any fake news. But That's not what we do. At the end, and then Ricky's like, wait, the doctor told you. I know, he switches back yeah. to being ill. He said the doctor told you to throw me a party? Right? Yeah, something like that. And he's like, I feel sick. Why, though? embarrassment i don't know or, or like I, I i'm not getting enough attention like i need to be getting naturally naturally organically based attention i can't like, have fake attention yeah uh, yeah but it's it worse like, than i am but it's like <laughs> <laughs> that is attention if people are running around lying to you, to you yeah throwing you parties just to make you feel better that is the attention you asked for lord no but i want it different yeah, he's being baby. <laughs> Apparently, so the bedroom looks different because they now have the two beds separated. Yeah, but that's because they don't want to imply that she had sex to get pregnant. You know? Retroactively undoing the sex Lord. part of the conception. I like their pictures. I was going to say, it's like a ballerina and then like a muscle man. Was that? Mm-hmm. And then apparently the um, the book on the shelf of the headboard and Lucy in Ricky's bedroom is a book called Try and Stop Me. I saw that and I was like, is that an actual book? By Bennett Surf. So I like, I mean, this episode had a fun twist. There was more plot than, there were more like scenes and more locations than usual. We totally. moved around a lot. There was a lot, a lot of movement. A it lot was of quick. People. Yeah, it was quick. All those dudes. Yeah. And all the ladies for the lady shower. Oh, yeah, we even saw the ladies. That's like, a lot of extras. It was a really busy week for them. Yeah. And then. Well, I couldn't really, at the beginning, I couldn't tell what the premise was going to be. Because I think they wrap it up nice when he gets sick at the end. Mm -hmm. That's like a nice button. But there's so much 
happening. It's like he's overlooked and he doesn't have dinner and then he's overlooked and he, you know, and he can't have his party and there's like there's a lot going on yeah yeah there's a lot of things and then i think the my favorite was like the last moment was not only is he like i'm not feeling so hot he was like those sardines and ice cream look really good he's legit pregnant exactly like yeah her. the next episode will seem chubby <laughs> can't wait <laughs> not so little ricky <laughs> it, it had the structure of a more modern episode mm-hmm. yeah more stuff going on it was almost it was like a setup to have a b story and that like he had a whole plan for the day and she had a whole plan for the yeah day. But they didn't end up, one of them got x-nayed very quickly, so. Yeah, I thought it was going to end up being like, the baby shower's happening while the sports are happening and blah, blah, blah. Things are wild. There's a baseball in the baby's shoe. I don't know. (laughs) Just something, the traditional hijinks that we see. Yeah. I think that if they didn't have that last scene where we just built up to the hijink of them cross-dressing, then this episode would have been a little muddier. Mm-hmm. Now it seems like a cohesive storyline to circle back to Ricky getting sick again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it feels like the topic is Ricky's experiencing these kind of psychosomatic labor pains. Right. But normally we just build up to the hijink, right? And mm-hmm. th- everything gets solved at the hijink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hijink. 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 It now it's time for us to say goodbye, Jink. Hey. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I just want to say as a final thought, I like that Lucy hasn't lost any of her hijinking. No, pregnancy can't stop her. <laughs> which is it only when he makes says, it worse. Which is what he says at the beginning. He's, she's there's nothing wrong with her. She's just having a baby. Yeah. There's just another life who could, you know, there's a third party to the hijinks. There's it's, an alien life form inside her body. Her characters just now are portly. <laughs> <laughs> Less physically agile, I think, <laughs> probably fair to say. But still with as much physical comedy. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, she can do it all. It continues to be the truth. Yeah. If you want to follow us on social media, there's all sorts of ways that you can engage with us. And also, we would love for those of you who are enjoying the pod to... Check us out on iTunes. Maybe leave us a rating or a review. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Rate us like you would your Uber or Lyft driver. Correct. (laughs) But only if they were as cool as us. Just know that if you were with us presently, you would get mints and a tiny bottle of water. And you would have the aux cord. For sure. Mm, Yes. Yes, you would. You can find us on iTunes. You can also, if you want to engage with us on any of our social media platforms, you can find us on Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod. Or you can email us at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. Don't forget about Facebook, We Love Lucy Podcast. All right, gals. Keep living lovey to Lucy. 